and connection. So here we are in March, the month of celebrating women as well as Social Work Awareness Month. And it's the year 2021, the year that we were also celebrating women shattering the glass ceiling. But actually women have been putting dents in that ceiling for quite some time. And so today we're here to talk about a very specific female icon who in the era in which she became so well known, the world was not ready for accomplished black men, much less accomplished black women. And she happened to be a social worker. Today we celebrate Dr. Dorothy Irene Height. And we remember her in the context of her relationship to Coppin State University and our own Dorothy I. Height Center for the Advancement of Social Justice. So with that, we have three very special guests with us. Is that correct, Dr. Legum? That is absolutely correct. And now we have these special guests on this beautiful sunshiny day. That should definitely tell us something. Absolutely. We have been joined and we're very privileged to have Dr. Keston Brake Stennis, former chair of the Department of Social Work in the College of Behavioral and Social Sciences. Did that ring a bell? Uh, <laughs> Dr. O'Brien? A 2021 Elkins Scholar through the University System of Maryland and the current Executive Director of Coppins Dr. Dorothy Irene Height Center for the Advancement of Social Justice. And that's a big A-N-D folks, Dr. Claudia Thorne, Assistant Professor in the Department of Social Work in, what is it Dr. O'Brien? The College of Behavioral Social Sciences. The academic advisor to the Theta Rho Honor Society and an appointee by Maryland's Governor Larry Hogan to the State of Maryland's Alzheimer's Disease and Related Disorders Council. And we're also honored to have Ms. Preston Green, a native Baltimorean, senior social work student, and as importantly, president of the Social Work Association. And Dr. O'Brien, it's with a distinct honor and pleasure that we turn the program over back to you. Well, I'm very excited to have our guest here with us today. And I have to say that um, I, I'm going to start with what I know, and we're going to fast forward to where we are. So ladies, we are very happy to have you here with us today. And as we celebrate um, Women's, Women's History Month as well as Social Work Awareness Month, I'm going to set the stage so historically those persons know that the Dorothy Hyde Center for Advancement of Social Justice was originally the vision of a former president of Coppin State University, Dr. Reginald Avery, who also happened to be a social worker and by discipline. And while attending a dinner with Dr. Hyde one Sunday afternoon, decided that Coppin State University should have a center in her honor. And with that, he and his wife, Esther, set out on that mission. So as the Dean of the, uh, the College of Behavioral and Social Sciences at that time, I found that the chapter of the, the college section of the Council of uh, Negro Women, the National Council of Negro Women for Coppin State universities, and we ended up being the last college section charted in Dr. 
Heights Lifetime. So along with the then department chair, Dr. Shirley Newton Guest, and a new political scientist who had joined our ranks, Dr. Claudia Nelson, we led our band of 88 women and became chartered at the Gaylord at Fort Washington, Maryland. And shortly thereafter, there was a great um, hats off to Dorothy Height celebration gala planned. And two weeks before that gala, Dr. Height passed. The, the uh, gala was still held and her dear friend, Cicely Tyson attended and spoke so beautifully about her dear friend, Dr. Dorothy Height. And so we fast forward to today when the now former chair of the social work department and our college came to Coppin State University. And that would be you, Dr. Kesslin Braids Dennis. Yes. And so where are we from there and how do things go from here? So I'll tell you, uh, it was a privilege for me to come to Coppin State University and the idea of leading a center in the name of Dr. Dorothy I. Height was a dream come true, really. Um, Dr. Height is so highly regarded. I had read her book. I never would have imagined that I would have this opportunity to continue her legacy. And the other piece that I loved about what the center was named is that it is the Dr. Dorothy I. Height Center for the Advancement of Social Justice. Correct. That so captures the essence of who she was. You know, for those of us who are enamored by Dr. Height, we know that she, she did focus on issues of social justice, particularly as they impacted women. And I have a, a graduate certificate in women's studies, so I love that. And, and families and, and people of color, specifically black people. So honestly, Dean, to have the opportunity to step into those shoes and to build a center uh, to where it is now, it has really been an honor. So I don't know if I've ever publicly said thank you, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> thank you, well, thank for, you for seeing that I, I could do this. Um, the center now has been in a growth spurt, I'd say, since 2000. Wow, I've been here that long, 2014. <laughs> we came with um, no funding, um, just a vision and the, the energy of Dr. Reginald Avery. Um, he was really clear about his love for Dr. Height and, um, and, and his desire to see Coppin carry on her legacy. And, uh, and so the center from 2014 to now has received funding. We actually have received funding um, to support our work through the Baltimore City Health Department um, to do some sexual awareness and social justice work. And now we have the Elkins Fellowship, which has allowed us to do even more um, in regard to social justice. So I am delighted. Over that time, Dean, we've had, tell me if I'm talking too much. I could talk about Dorothy Height in this center for forever, probably. Um, since, since the time 2014, we've had over 30 interns, um, BSW interns. We mm -hmm. have now five, we've had five MSW interns and we just got a new Wonderful, one. wonderful. Yes. Um, from Morgan State, from Howard, even as far as from Baylor University. Wonderful. And for yeah. those who don't know, B 
BSW is Bachelor of Social Work yes. interns and MSW are Masters of Social Work interns. Yes. Mm -hmm. Our focus is unique in terms of uh, BSW interns for Coppin State. Our focus is macro practice. We really want our students to have a sense of what it's like to provide services at the um, legislative and community organizing level. Mm -hmm. And that's a little different. Uh, Krishan Green may talk a bit about that later. It's a little different. It's not, you know, you don't have that direct, as much direct uh, connection with, with clients. But that, that's but you know what is very important. And I, I'm so glad that you're doing that because truthfully, if, if all of our disciplines don't start to mentor and bring students along in understanding the legislative process yeah. and the importance of someone in the field, being yeah. able to speak to the field and the necessities of our credentialing and in the importance of, of having persons who are qualified to hang out that, sh that shingle to do yeah. that work things will change significantly. And so all of the disciplines are doing that, but I'm so glad to hear that we're working on that macro practice. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it, it's a shift for many of our students. They come in um, thinking one way, but mm -hmm. they need understanding that the community really is our client. And so um, I, I, am, I am appreciative of the 30 undergrad and five now MSW students that, that we've had. We even have one, sometimes we have people who volunteer. They're called fellows. They just want to be, they just want to be just around. want to be a part. Who are you going to say, Dr. Legum? I was just going to say, I think, I think you bring up a good point. And especially, you know, as well as I in the counseling realm, to have even former presidents of the American Counseling Association to, <laughs> you know, tell their experiences. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, those of you in the listening audience, we have one right here. And it's looking right at her, Dr. Beverly O'Brien. <laughs> that I am. I am that past president of the American Counseling Association. That is absolutely true. And the American School Counseling Association and the Association for Multicultural Counseling and Development. So all those things come to bear and bring to bear what it is that we're talking about when we want to build our students to understand all of these processes. It makes a big difference. So let's bring in Dr. Claudia Thorne, who is also with us, who's a social worker and, um, and working with the Dorothy Heights Center and with Theta Rowe and um, Dr. Thorne. And Dr. Thorne is also vice chair of the Institution of IRB. Yes. That's right, yes. she is. That is exactly right. And, so and, and she just, let me just publicly give her her prop. She just, um, got us approved to do some research for our upcoming conference. So excellent, uh, excellent. Well, excellent the Dorothy Height Conference. Excellent. That's our Dorothy Height Conference. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. Yes, later. we will. It is an honor to serve. It is an honor to serve and it's an honor to be at Coppin State University. Absolutely. What I think is so fundamentally important though is that our students, particularly with this being social work, um, history month and last month being um, Black History Month is to really understand the legacy of Black women in social work that mm -hmm. has spawned um, more than a century, nearly a century and a half of social justice activities. And it's important for our students to know that they stand on those shoulders, bro very broad shoulders, actually. It is, they are very broad shoulders. And, and you, 
uh, and you highlight exactly what we said in the beginning that the ceiling is not just being shattered. It has, we have been shattering, splintering it and shattering it for many, many years. And mm -hmm. we're very proud of all of those things. And uh, speaking of which, we have a young lady with us who will be who will be shattering her own windows. She certainly has done that since she's been at Compton State University. And that's Prashawn Green, our president of our Student Social Work Association, and um, a senior, Krishan. Wow. Yes. Good morning, Dean. How are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I am doing well. Thank you for having me this morning. Well, we are awfully glad that you are here. Krishan also participated in our Dean's Dialogue last week, and she invited us to all the activities that are going on to help everyone's mental health during this pandemic. But tell me how, how, what role you've been playing with the Dorothy Heights Center and what it has meant to you. Well, it's been an honor um, to work, well, to intern at the Dorothy Heights Center. Um, I would like to say I've taken on like a leadership role almost. Um, I know that part of her legacy was um, voting initiatives, which was something that I, I took on uh, last semester myself. Mm -hmm. And just being able to follow in her footsteps has been very inspiring. Uh, every, every day I try just like her to um, improve the lives of those around me. So, and that, and that's, that means a very lot to me. If you were to identify, what would you say is the one quality of her that you admire the most? Just her drive. I mean, to to be a, a woman of color on the forefront of a movement during a time where, you know, women were still fighting for their place, like that, mm -hmm. that it's it's amazing. And, and like I said, it's an honor. Well said, Krishan. Well said. So what about this um, conference that I've heard mentioned of a couple of times this morning? Well, we are delighted, so <laughs> excited about our upcoming um, conference. Dean, we've been doing this for four years. Can you believe that? I know. We started with the fly, vision and now we have a little bit of money. To <laughs> this conference. Um, so every year uh, we have a Dr. Dorothy Height a conference that focuses on um, HBCU schools, and it specifically focuses on social justice and student leadership development. And we've had um, we've had students from our region primarily attend the conference every year. Well, this year it's virtual, mm -hmm. and we've had people already RSVP. I've had uh, chairs and faculty from Texas from Georgia, from DC, Delaware, contacted me about the conference. The conference uh, will be March, Wednesday, March 24th through Friday, March 26th. We'll start the conference this year, and I'm so excited. We'll start the conference this year with our annual Dorothy I. Height lecture. Now, the lecture has been in existence far beyond the conference. The uh, that's 10, 11 years old, I would guess. And as I recall, who was the first, uh, the first keynote speaker was um, Representative um, Elijah Cummings. Elijah Cummings. Yes. Dear yes. Elijah he was Cummings. Amazing. He oh, was, he was, wasn't he? I remember he was that. I remember yes. that. 
Um, and so this year we, we've had we've had Dean Sandra Crew from Howard. We've had um, Dr. Carla Braley from Texas Southern University. And this year we have Dr. Kimberly Hardy from Fayetteville State University. State. Mm -hmm. What is so amazing about Dr. Hart Hardy is that uh, her life experience connects very well with our theme. Our theme is get some social, uh, um, let, let me take a look because I forgot. And Dr. Thorne, strategize, sorry, organize, mobilize and exercise. Get some is in my brain, but strategize, organize, mobilize, and exercise our rights. And Dr. Kimberly Hardy, who is a social worker and a very um, accomplished uh, professor, has just come off of a, a bid for a position in a federal government representing her state of North Carolina. And so she is very familiar with the legislative process. process. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we're delighted to have her. She'll be here Wednesday at six o'clock on March 24th. And on Thursday, we have a number of panelists who are coming. Um, Ernest Krim, and we, we have a number of panelists. I won't begin to name the names. And they're gonna share um, segments about um, social uh, community engagement, social justice, mm. and student leadership development. So we'll have three panels. Um, the conference will be from 10 until 2 on Thursday. And then Friday, and then I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Thorne. She can tell you about our student um, uh, presentations that will take place on Friday. Dr. Thorne, would you like to talk a bit about Friday's wonderful events? Sounds great. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Stennis. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, we, we, every year, we um, announce a call for presentations. And we announce the call to presentations for many of the schools in the area. And so far, we have 22 student presenters who are going to present at this particular conference, coming from Coppin, Howard University, University of Maryland, and Morgan. And the topics, the papers will be in the following areas, health and mental health disparities during a time of COVID. As you know, African-Americans have been disproportionately impacted by COVID. And we're really looking at um, what are some of the strategies that we can really do to take care of ourselves. Self-care is really important. Um, educational access in the age of technology the year has really created a shift in that so many people were really forced and propelled to move into educational technology. So there are issues of access for um, elementary school students, for college students. And so we'll be have solicited and we'll have presenters in that area. We'll have pre presenters in mobilizing citizens to action this election has really shown us the importance of, vote, of voting mm -hmm. and um, really organizing to vote at every single level um, of elections. We are looking at faith and womanism in action, running for political office and leading after the election. So our students are ready to take up the charge and they are really, really excited about their presentations to address very contemporary issues that the black community is facing in 2021. 
And our students are our leaders and our scholars of the future. What can't, I can't think of a better opportunity for them to really begin to lead and get in the forefront of this movement. I can't either. It's a wonderful, wonderful experience. And this conference certainly has grown significantly by leaps and bounds. Krishan, are you participating? Yes, uh, myself and my colleagues will be presenting, um, focusing on sexual awareness and um, domestic violence. Well, um, so, so it sounds very exciting. And as importantly, it's a plethora of topics provided. Now, um, like I said, I'm kind of wet behind the ears. So if any of you could share in terms of individuals who may want to register for the conference, how do we go about that? I'm going to pull up that link, actually, and share the specific link with you. There has been a call um, for registration that has gone forth, but I want to give you the specific link. So I'm going to come back to that if that's okay, Dr. Lego. I want to be as specific as possible. Um, let me just give a, 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 a cop and pride shout out to Krishan Green. Krishan, was it last year, Krishan, or the year before? The year, before year before, as a as a very new social work major, came she presented at the conference and won in her category. Did she really? Absolutely, absolutely. I, you know, I'm actually not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm, not, right, I'm telling you, Krishan. There's not enough good things I can say about Krishan. I mean, she is really a um, a woman who. Aside from knowing where she wants to go, goes there. And when she sees a window open, she doesn't hesitate. And um, and that's something that I think too many people, regardless of age, don't appreciate the importance of doing, and uh, and understand that sometimes those windows open and they don't open again. And either you're ready to go through or you're not. And and it doesn't mean that you have to have everything prepared. It means you have to be in readiness to understand mm -hmm. to see what there is to take on and for sean i respect so much about you for i have seen that in you the last two years that i have known you and i really appreciate that so and i have appreciated the things that you've been participating in in this virtual environment because i know that's not easy either no not at all but you know my, my main goal is to try to keep keep as many people involved and engaged as possible uh, I understand that being isolated and, and just having to walk a different path uh, is hard, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, so any, any way that joy can be spread, that's my ultimate goal. Joy and, can be spread. Yes. And going back to those windows, I, for me, everything is a learning experience. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. The only way we can learn is by doing things we've never done. And um, Coppin has provided that for me. So I greatly appreciate the the setting that Copy State has provided me and um and how how all of you um has have molded me um in my journey my educational journey wow we're mighty proud of you my dear mighty proud of you Dean her face needs to be on one of those beautiful banners around the campus that this I, isn't that the truth students well we'll have to we'll have to talk to somebody about that when we get back on campus or yes. before we get back on campus so it's there yes. when we get back yes. Yeah. Chris, Chris Sean, I'm curious what if you can if you feel desire to do so, 
Um, what are your long-term aspirations? Well, um, ultimately, I want to end. I want to end up at Hill. Um, I want to become a senator. I, I, I really um, see myself. Macro, macro. There she goes. <laughs> yes, working in macro practice. I have an understanding that in order for things to change, we have to first change them. You know, and, yes. and by doing so, you have to sit at the table. Mm -hmm. And so, if I can get into a, a senator position. Maybe I can force the dialogue and the conversations that many people are unwilling to have or too uncomfortable to have. Well, I will share with you for whatever it's worth. You already have my vote. So. <laughs> uh -huh. You, you so have my much. vote too, Shkashan. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, but that makes such a difference, Shkashan. You just, you just, you just don't know. And I, I'm, I'm so proud of you for for making that decision. And the thing is that you will always have your practitioner skills. You will always, there are multiple ways you can make a difference, but this, this macro practice that you, that you are experiencing now and your understanding of the need to be able to speak to the bigger picture so that there will be experienced and appropriate persons in the field always, and that there's legislation that says that that's important. And that's, that's what's key. That is what's key. And sometimes um, I, we always talk about it in, in the professional counseling field because the word counselor has a generic term. There are, you know, there are camp counselors, dog counselors, and then there are professional counselors. Social work doesn't have a name issue like that. But the, the um, issue is that when we talk about behavioral and social health, Sometimes many people think that all people can do it. And there are specific skills that are related to and associated with what we do as practitioners. And those skills allow us to help people in the appropriate way so that they're not left hanging, so that we do follow through, that they can come to a better life and a better nurtured experience. And so if we don't have people who take the time to make sure that there is a legislature, legislated procedure and that there are policies in place that dictate those procedures and our crediting bodies are all aligned and things that we do, then, then the practice will suffer ultimately. And so we're very proud of you for deciding that that's the direction you wanna go. Yes, I don't think that it's enough um, social workers in policy, in, in politics. Um, which is why we see so many um, laws and legislate, legislative actions being taken and we're forgetting the people, right? When they go to the Hill, they're there to serve the people. Mm -hmm. And that often, that often gets um, um, lost to the wayside. It does, it does. So Dr. Thorne, did I also understand that there are ceremonies coming up as well? Yes, there are ceremonies coming up this as well this weekend. I am just really pleased to announce that we have our incoming cohort of social work scholars that are coming in through the Phi Alpha National Social Work uh, Honor Society. And the Theta Rho chapter is uh, at Coppin State University. This is a very illustrious, an elite organization, and it is the 
highest and the cream of the crop of social workers, because in order to be inducted into um, the Phi Alpha Social Work Honor Society, one must have a grade point average of 3.5 and above mm-hmm. in the top of the class and not have any C's. So mm-hmm. we have eight scholars that are going to be inducted um, this weekend. And our guest speaker is going to be our very own um, Dr. Uh, Tanya Phillips, graduate of Coppin State University yes, DSW yes. program. Yes. And she is coming back to speak to inspire um, the new generation of social workers. And we have uh, a number of people as the organization is regaining um, prominence in the social work department. We have a number of people who are getting inducted and planning on getting inducted next year. But what's really, uh, I want to announce that we have a research project that um, our students will be working on. We've had a longstanding partnership with um, Greater Mount Calvary Baptist Church. And when COVID-19 hit, we were not able to continue our community service. So with the students, we examine how we can continue to provide um, community service. And so our scholars said, well, let's look at um, providing COVID-19 kits, which consist of masks and hand sanitizer and soap and information about COVID-19 for the, the Sandtown community immediately surrounding the church. So we're really going to look at what has been the impact of COVID-19 on this particular population. And the church is very grateful because many of the people who are served, you know, do not really have the money to buy masks and mm-hmm. soap and hand sanitizers. So we're gonna be providing this very needed service as well as examining specifically what has been the impact of COVID on this particular group of people um, in the community immediately surrounding. And we're also gonna be passing out information about social distancing, uh, testing, um, and where to get vaccinations as part of those kits. So really excited to hear that. Social workers are taking the lead on they this the really important initiative. Mm-hmm. That's now that's astounding. And one of the things that our new president, Dr. Jenkins, is always talking about is translational research and exactly. the need for us to not only do the research but to be able to apply it to the community and look at the impact and the value, which is exactly what you're doing. So I, I am so proud of you for, for doing Thank that you. and for taking the situation as it is. And, um, and it, it, it is a learning experience. It continues to be a learning experience. And so I'm extremely pleased to, to hear that. I mm-hmm. also congratulate all of our scholars who will become um, Theta Row inductees, inductees into that honor society. I think people don't sometimes understand, recognize that um, in this era, despite all that's going on, our students are still excelling. It has been harder than hard, and we know that. And uh, and it's been hard on faculty and staff as well. I mean, this has been a trying time for everyone. I don't know when I've uh, had any meetings in the past year that there hasn't been a child who had to go to the bathroom or a cat who came through the came across the all across the screen. 
it is life. It is, it is life the it way is it has to be. And mm -hmm. um, we have all made the best of it. And um, so it, it has shown us um, the need for all of our disciplines. And now we also recognize how important social work, counseling, all the behavioral sciences and mental health areas are to the physical sciences. I mean, the, um, the importance of having Krishan, people who know what they're doing, who are working with the aftermath of this pandemic and will be dealing with it for many years to come. There are, there are residual impacts for which we are not even aware yet. And so um, these are things that will be carried on for a long time. And you know, Dr. O'Brien, Dean O'Brien, uh, you talk about need, and, and as I alluded to earlier as in, in our program, Dr. Thorne and I are both, well, I am also a member of the Institutional Review Board. Mm -hmm. And it's important to note, I know Dr. Pointer is smiling right now, that we are a board, not a committee. Not a committee, that's we are, right. We are independent of- Because she instructed us to that. By the way, if you're listening, Dr. Pointer, there you go. Um, <laughs> anyhow, um, but it's important that, especially during this era of the pandemic, that we, as faculty members, as students, that we conduct needed research, and especially during the COVID era. And if research is being conducted involving human subjects, it must go through the Institutional Review Board. Absolutely. That is so very important. So very important. And uh, so we're... We're honored to have a vice president and, a, uh, and Dr. Thorne, as well as a member of the board and Dr. Harry Legum. And Dr. Legum, you've been working with that board for quite some time. Well, I have the labels being what they call it, uh, treasurer, because they somehow <laughs> think I'm kind of okay with numbers, but uh, no, it's an honor. And I've learned a whole lot and I continue to learn. We all continue to learn. And yes, as we importantly, do. we learn from each other. Yes, that is true. That is true. So, um, is there anything else that we have not talked about in terms of Dr. Dorothy I. Height that needs to be said or talked? Well, I would like to share, uh, she was a social worker. <laughs> she had social work values and, and, and she just did so much. Um, one thing that we have not talked about was self-care mm. and uh, it is so critically important now more than ever that we practice self-care. I learned recently that a part of Dr. Height's self-care practice was that she, she would take her knitting items, her yarn and her, and she would knit under the table during the meeting, meetings at the table with the men. <laughs> she practiced her self-care. And so this month during social work month, there are a number of self-care activities that the department is sharing. And I am so thankful for our new chairwoman, Dr. Krista Gilliam, who is absolutely amazing. She is, uh, she for, is. For supporting the forward movement of so much that we're doing. And so I just wanna share that on March 19th, there's an active fitness event. On March 31st, there's a social experience event. And every Saturday, Krishan, you'll have to tell me the time. There's a meditation uh, time at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. So we are focused on, on self-care. The other piece, and this is a pivot that I have got to share, Dr. Legum. I actually did have to pull up the registration link. And so I will share it if that's okay. 
it's a bit.ly link. So it's HTTPS colon backslash backslash bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y backslash C. This is the most important part. C-S-U-H-B-C-U registration. So after you go through the bit.ly prefix, it's C-S-U-H-B-C-U registration. And we're and and I, bet, and I bet that CSU stands for Coffin State University. <laughs> How'd you know, Dr. Legum? Absolutely. Know. I'm trying to put it together, you know. And, and I'm pretty sure that that is also on our website. Is that right, Dr. Stennis? We're getting it there. Yes, our team is working with um, Melissa now. To right. Make that. And so, so that's www. Well, excuse me, Dr. Legum, our website is? Our website is, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's... Uh, https.www.coppin.edu. That's it. right. That would be correct. That and you can and from there you can find everything else. Um, in fact, you can just put in the conference in the search bar, and it, it will come up. Registration will come up. So that that's wonderful. So I want to thank all of our guests today. This has been an honor and a pleasure to have all of you. Um, Dr. Kesslin Braid Stennis, Ms. Krishan Green, and Dr. Claudia Thorne. I want to thank you so much. Um, this has been a great discussion. I love talking about Dr. Dorothy Height. I had the pleasure of being with her many times. I spoke twice mm -hmm. at, at, tw at two of her family reunions, one in Atlanta, one in California, actually three, because one in DC. She was quite a woman. I was an honor to have known her, an honor to have known her. Mm -hmm. Dr. Stennis, I congratulate you on all that you have done Thank with the, the Center for the Advancement of Social Justice in Dr. Dorothy Height's name. You have done a phenomenal job. I'm Thank so you. proud of the experiences that our students have had because of it. And Krishan, you are such a wonderful representation of everything that we're trying to do. And the fact that you are interested into going into politics, in addition to understanding the importance of the discipline in which you wanna practice is nothing short of miraculous. We are so proud of you, honey. And as we say to all of our students all the time, we're always here for you. You are part of the Eagle Nation, as Dr. Jenkins is always saying. We're always cop and family, always cop and family. And so we're very proud of you. Dr. Legum, uh, what I do without you, my dear friend and co-host, and I appreciate you. And also behind the scenes, Ms. Brittany Brookins, who puts all these things together for us. We're so appreciative of that. And so to our audience, we say we want you to be positive, stay negative, stay positive, be negative with your testing. And whatever you decide to do in life, decide to change, enhance, increase your educational value, please consider Coppin State University in West Baltimore on the beautiful campus of Coppin State University. We're here waiting for you. We'd love to have you. Peace out, Baltimore. <laughs>